All right, friend, what you going by? Bliss Serenity. Bliss Serenity. Blair. Oh, Blair Serenity. Serenity. Okay, now I saw your post. It was like icy, too. It was like, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blair Serenity. Put your right hand up and your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. She said, say that again. <laughs> I had the same thought. <laughs> Put your right hand up. You can take your mental and your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. Yeah. Right there? All right, hold it just like that. Do you solemnly agree that we have your permission to post this across all of our social media platforms? Yes. Is there anything, and I do mean anything that's off limits you don't want us to ask you about? No. If we do ask you something that's off limits, do you understand? You can tell us no, I want to move on or pass. Mm-hmm. Cool, let's get it. Okay, literally, it's no pressure. I'm your host, Bangum Bug. It's your girl, just Kate for real. And we got a special guest here already introduced herself. So tell us where you originally from. Okay, well, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Come on, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> That's late. Yeah. Okay, so did you grow up with your parents? So, um, yes. The parents that raised me, I grew up with a mom and a dad in the household. So was that when you adopted or something? I'm not necessarily adopted, um, but my biological parents were, that's a real, real long story. But pretty much my mom who raised me was like the shelter director where my mom was, where my biological mom was at. Mm. And so when I was born, like I was kind of just like given, I had to stay with my biological mom for a while and go through those things, but I was given to my mom. So... I would say from the time I was a baby up until four, they, um, I had to get, well, I was sent to my biological father, and then from there, my parents got me back, and then from the age of, like, five, six, up until infinity, everywhere. So, you, um... Like, just, like, not having that kind of structure young, like, do that affect your relationship, like, with friends and, like... Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about that. That's crazy. We were just talking about that. In what way? So, like, pretty much, it creates a big trust thing. Like, I don't trust nobody. That's me being 100%. Like, it's hard for me to trust people. When I do trust people, if you break my trust, like, it's, like, a whole, like, you get a whole different side of me. And so, like, I um, I just now started realizing that a lot of that stemming from, like, me growing up, like, from a kid, like, not understanding why my biological mom didn't want to keep me, not understanding why my biological father didn't, why my biological father did the stuff that he did to me, like, me trying to figure all of that type of stuff out. And so, my why, mom... Why didn't they? Hmm? Why didn't they want to? Well, I mean, I got the opportunity to be around both of my biological parents, which is not a lot that, you know, most kids in my situation can say. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, they don't know. But me, I had the opportunity to know. My biological mom, she was she was out there. Like, she was in the streets. I'm not sure if you're really familiar with Baltimore like that. I'm from PG. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you go downtown, you know, Baltimore Street, the block, mm-hmm. that was her stomping ground. That's where she was at. Anybody who know what the block is? That's where everything go down, like, yeah, like <laughs> drugs, prostitution, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All of that go down on the block. So, 
that was her stumbling ground. My biological father was her pimp. Mm-hmm. And so he had his own whole other stuff going on too. Um, and so when I finally talked to my biological mom, she her whole thing was I couldn't take care of you because, like, I was putting you in a dangerous situation. Like, your biological father was going to try and kill me and you. Mm. All this and the third. So, I had to give you up. Mm. But then, in the same sentence, she would switch and be kind of like, but I didn't want to give you up. Like, I wanted to keep you, but then they took you away from me. It's just like, it's just one of those things. Like, I know she was on drugs, so Mm -hmm. I know that her memory probably ain't. Mm -hmm. The story is. Yeah, it's probably not all together. Mm -hmm. So, like, she go in and out, and you can hear that in conversation, her going in and out. Um, My biological father, on the other hand, he already, the crazy thing is, my father, that I call my dad, and my biological father were friends growing up. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even realize the kid that they were going to court for until they got into the courtroom. He saw his childhood friend in the um, hallway of the courthouse, and he was like, they have the same name. So my biological father's brother's name is Keith and my dad's name is Keith. And so when they saw each other, they was like, oh yeah, what's up? He like, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, help my brother get his daughter back. He like, yeah, now I'm trying to get my daughter back, blah, 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 blah. And then boom, they walk into the same courtroom. I was like, whoa. And so it's, I would say like the way my life turned out, I mean, it had to be fake. I'll put it that way. Like, everything's so close together mm-hmm. and so, like, it's so in sync and in line mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, okay, this this was supposed to happen. There was no getting out of this. Even though it did cause a lot of pain on my end and probably others, too, I mean, that's what made me who I am today. And so. You like that? You feel like it was, it's worth it? It is. I can say I don't know who I would be if I didn't go through all of that. I don't know who I would be if that wasn't my story. Like that's just me being real. Like I really don't know. I I, I don't know who I would have grown up to become or what type of person I would have became. Most people say like they, it's like they feel like they would be better like if they had their biological parents like all the way through. That's what they always say. Like I said, I was able to live with my biological father. Like, if, I, I tried it out. <laughs> yeah, like, if I, if I, it's to the point where I was so young, but I remember things so vividly to where I could talk to somebody in detail every single last thing that happened every day. But, like, to be honest with you, his plan, I don't know what his plan was. It was between either getting rid of me, like, taking me off this earth, or selling me to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those things. And so, like, if I would have stayed with him, I, I probably would either be dead or be locked up in somebody's basement somewhere having a whole bunch of babies. Like, that's just being real. My biological mother, like, with her, I honestly don't know because me being, me going through what I went through kind of shaped her, her walk and her story, too. So it's like, I can't, I feel like if my story would change, hers would change. Like she got clean, you know, like now she travels. She's a, I think she's a teacher or something like that. She travels. So she was in Mexico. Now she's in Asia or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like her, her journey probably wouldn't be what it is if 
if I didn't, you know, if I was with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, no. I, so, I don't wonder. <laughs> so, are you close with your, like, other family? Like, is, you got brothers and sisters, like, you close with? Or? Like, biologically? Yeah. No, I'm not necessarily close with any of them. Um, my little sister, Michelle, um, I'm trying to build a closer bond with her. Me knowing, like, that she's in Georgia. And now that she is getting older, like, she just turned 18. So I'm trying to build a bond. It's hard, you know, because I met her when she was 12. And at that point, I was grown. And so she's like, I've heard about you. I've seen pictures about you. I've kind of heard what happened, but I don't fully know. And then me telling her my side and what I went through, it's like, we cool. I know that she loves me. I know I love her, but I know that our relationship is not, like, tight. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's ever going to be that way. I guess only time will tell. Now, I do have brothers. I don't like none of them, to be honest. <laughs> I don't like none of them. I don't like the oldest one. The oldest one is stubborn. And he, he thinks he know everything about everything. And he don't. And he's probably the worst one out of all of us. The firstborn, he, he in and out of jail. He done done a whole bunch of stuff. Like... He's the worst off. You got the other one, which is the one that we supposedly have the same father. And um, I went through things with him when I was a kid, when I was living with my biological father, that kind of made me look at him different to where I don't like him at all. And he denies things. And I'm like, like, hmm. Like what? Like molestation. Like he denies those things. That he's done it or that he would That he's done it. Mm -hmm. To you? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, I would, I know that I'm not crazy that for a five, six-year-old to go to a social worker and tell the social worker exactly what happened and point to the places where it happened. And for me to get older and that story doesn't change, but then he says, oh, I never did that. Oh, that never happened. And it's like, I'm not crazy. I know what was done to me. Now you're trying to play this denial role like you didn't do nothing because either you know you did it and you feel guilty or you honestly don't feel like you did anything wrong. Now he's like a child in the mind. You know how kids like a deny something to like hopefully hope like hoping it'll go away, but then mm-hmm. that shit works. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah he's I my bro put it this way the brothers I don't like. Then I'm the firstborn girl, so I'm the third. I'm the third child. We had another sister named Clarity. I don't know where she is. I know she was given to the state. I don't know if she's alive. I don't know. Mm. And then you had Michelle. She's the youngest, from to my knowledge. So do you even you come into contact with your brother still? Um, <laughs> we was talking about it. He be low key stalking my Instagram page. Like when I tell you, like he will comment and Is be like, you need to meet your yeah, the one that's being the now. You need to meet your needs. You need to do this, you need to do that, you need to come to Baltimore, da, 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 da. and I'm just like, I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to let this comment sit here. Why you ain't blocking? Because the thing is, is that, I don't, what's the point of me blocking you? Me, I feel like me blocking him is giving him a key, giving him a pass. Like, because now he don't, he don't have to see what's going on. He don't have to face his demons. Like, no, I want you to see me. Go ahead and stop my page. Go ahead and see how I'm doing. And know that what you did for me didn't affect me. All it did was make me a stronger person and help me keep pushing forward. Like, 
I'm not gonna block you. I'm just gonna ignore you. So it's more for you. Yeah. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah, because blocking is a way of escaping mm -hmm. something. What's the purpose? What What am I blocking people? I don't really block nobody. Now, I have been petty and been like, I'm gonna block you, but I eventually unblock them. Because I mean, he, I mean, that, that's like a constant reminder every time he come in a like or anything to like what he did, right? Not necessarily. No, not for me. Like, it's a constant reminder every time I wake up in the morning. Like, this is something that constantly replays in my head from time to time. It's not something that I can control. So, mm -hmm. me seeing him isn't like a trigger for me. Do you want to though? Like, do you check in, check his page too? Mm -mm. I don't even follow him. His page is private. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I never followed him back. He just be calling. <laughs> yeah, I dated a girl who, well, I, most of the girls I date in the gym, but it's like sometimes they'll get to the point where, like, they don't want to have sex. Like, do you get in, like, that stage where you be like, I don't want nobody touching me because you're just going through something? Mm-mm. Nope. I think... Unfortunately, and this is me being transparent, I think that the things that happened to me when I was a kid sexually made me kind of like, I don't know, like it's weird. Like it didn't affect me like how it would affect the majority. So like for me, I wasn't, it's almost like as if like I got over it without getting over it. Did it make you freaky? Yeah. I, I don't know. You got. I feel like, 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 like I don't know. Like just me being honest. Like I don't. I honestly don't know. She basically asked, "So was you a buzz down?" Oh no, no 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 no. So the crazy thing is, is that. Oh, that's just a different way. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, is that I was pretty. I was a good kid. Like most people, when they hear my story, they be some don't believe me because it's like a. You don't look like that. You don't act like that. Mm -hmm. And so it's like for me, like growing up, I was a, I was low key a goody tissues, sort of, kinda, like not fully, but like I followed a straight path, a straight enough path for me. I didn't lose my virginity, so I graduated from high school. I don't have any kids. Like I don't want any kids until I'm married, at least. And like you know. For me, I feel like I feel like I did what I was supposed to do as a female, even going through something like that, not being yourself. a product. Yeah, and for myself, like not being a product mm -hmm. of my environment. Yeah, there are a lot of, or not a lot, of, there are people like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like when you look at personality tests and things like that, there are people like that who, no matter what situation you put them in, they gonna stick to who they are. So you seem like that type of person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, the last boundary that was crossed with your boyfriend and with your family. Boundary <laughs> crossed with my boyfriend and my family. Yeah. Um, that's a good question because now I'm, I'm thinking. Because the crazy thing is, he really just met my family for real, for real. Like he's talked to them across the phone because all of my family is in Baltimore. None of them live here, so except for like cousins and stuff, but like real deal family they don't live here he met my family when my mom passed and so that was last year and honestly everybody loved him my mom loved him that was our last conversation was the day before she passed and she had nothing but good things to say to the point where she was like even if y'all don't make it and y'all break up 
he could still come over and if he married with kids you're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. like like that's how that's how my mom felt about him like nobody has any like and I, think, I think yeah i think he's saying but, that your your boyfriend or your family have done to you Separate, like when oh, okay. the last boundary he crossed, and what's the last boundary your family crossed? Okay, so boundary. Hmm. Okay, um, I would say it would have to be for my family. The boundary was them trying to make me become who they wanted me to be, not allowing me to be who I wanted to be. And what is that? Like what? So, everybody had this idea of who I was. And so, people saw me as, yeah, she's a singer. She's an actor. But there are some people who was like, oh, you're going to sing gospel. Go try out for Sunday class. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then you have some people like, oh, you're going to be on Broadway. Go go try out for this. No, I don't want to do that. Go try out for Tyler Perry. I thought about it, but no, I kind of don't want to do that either. Mm. Like, like, and even still then, when I was in high school, I um was in a magnet program to for health science tech. So I was getting my CNA while I was, you know, getting my diploma too. And people was like, oh, go ahead and go be an RN. No, I don't want to be there. People started, they started pushing, like pushing. Mm. To the point where by the time it was time for me to graduate, like, I told myself, I said, I'm going to try out for these colleges, and if I don't get in, I'm not going. I'm not going to college. Mm. People expected me to go to college. And honestly, that's not, school's not for me. Like, I was I was honest with myself. Like, I tried it. I went to, I went to college for a week online. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. So everybody was just had their idea of who I was. And I'm like, stop telling me who I am. Stop telling me how I feel. Like this I'm I'm telling you. Like this is me. Listen to what I tell yeah. you. Yeah. Does that make you rebel harder when people yes. try to tell you what to do? Yes. Yes. Don't tell me. Like just 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 trust. And granted, 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 I can be stubborn. And that, I would say that this is the same boundary for him. Like, both of, like, my family and my and my boyfriend, like, it's the telling me what to do that presses the button of mine. And it's, and some, and most of the time, like, on my boyfriend's end, most of the time he tells me things that I'm, that I should be doing. Like, I, he's not, like, trying to, you know, steer me astray. Right. But... I'm the type of person where I like to do things in my own way, in my own timing. And granted, sometimes that might not always be the right thing to do. But I don't think that's working to you. If you want them motherfuckers who like to go, you know, do what you want to do. Because sometimes you need to just listen to your man. Well, this is the thing. It's not that it's not wife material. There's a balance. Yeah. So if I'm telling you to do something that I feel like is right for you and you're like, oh no, like I got this, I got that, I know what I'm doing, I've been doing this before, that, 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 that. You can't expect me to be receptive to I'm you saying too. If you only do that every once in a while when it really means something, a man probably gonna listen, but if you doing that shit constantly, 
of course he's not gonna do what you say because you say that shit all the time. You always tell him to do something like you're his child or something. So mm-hmm. if it's here and there, he gonna But it's vice versa. At least on my end. But he the leader, so he's ah! gonna, he, he gonna tell you more often what to do because he is the leader. Are you from the south too? Yes, here. Yes. It's the big it's the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, I think that's the thing from being home. Yeah. Like I and I used to tell them all the time, like I'm just not used to that like I'm it's a difference. And granted, I've never been in a relationship with anyone from my city. That's the crazy part. Like I I don't even know what that feel like and I don't want to. <laughs> but like I know how they act. I know how they move. And Southern men compared to northern men are two different types of species. Mm-hmm. They say we're better, right? You guys are better, but I you guys tend to have sometimes y'all have control issues. Like because you gotta understand. Give me an example. Give you an example. Ooh, I wanna follow up too. I wanna yeah. jump in there. <laughs> so like when when you say when I say control issues, it's like southern men, y'all are taught at a young age, you know what you're supposed to do for a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a man is. Right. Like, you're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be the head of the household. Versus me coming from my background, being from up north, being from Baltimore, where a lot of women are by themselves, even with a man in the household. It's like, I was taught, my mom was the breadwinner. Sorry, dad. But my mom was the breadwinner in the household. My mom made all the money. My dad did not work. My dad did not have to. Like, he didn't work. I watched my mom go to work every day. I watched her take care of cleaning up the house. I watched her cook the food. I watched her do everything, do all the driving, everything. So in my mind, I grew up thinking that's what a woman's supposed to do a woman is supposed to take care of the household hold the household down and be the head of the household what did she tell you she told (laughs) my mom she told me she i she used to always say she used to be like that's my real name my real name is ashanti y'all she used to be like oh she called me shawnee she's like shawnee let me tell you something you'll never be happy with me not yet and she was like, until you make the kind of money I make and you able to deal with the kind of things that I deal with. Mm-hmm. Most powerful thing she ever said, now that I know today. Because when she passed, all the secrets spilled out. And I realized she was going through a lot in general, even when I was a kid. So she had to not only raise a child that wasn't hers, but she loved like it was. She had to, her mom ended up having a stroke at 55, so she went from not having to take care of her mom to having to take care of her mom. Having to take care of her brother. And having to take care of her husband, too. Because her husband had other issues going on, too. And so now she's this one, she's the glue that's holding everything together. She had to deal with me and my rebellious stage and me being a teenager and me not wanting to listen to nothing, me not wanting to do nothing, she said. She had to deal with my dad and his issues, deal with my grandma and her worrying about her mom, not knowing if she going to make it or not, dealing with her brother that we don't know what the hell be going on with him sometimes. Like, she had a lot on her all the way up till the day that she passed. 
And it's like now, and then on top of that, she made six figures a year being a teacher, which is unheard of. On top of working on her doctoral degree. Like the last year she, last year she passed. Last year during the summertime, she would have had her doctoral degree if she was still alive. Um, teachers, um, at certain schools, they do make it, make that much. It's just the public school, you don't really make shit like that. Well, she worked at a public school uh, in Baltimore City, yeah. but she was a department chair. She was also mm-hmm. grandfathered in because she had been working there. She she put a lot into them kids. She was a special educator. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, she had, and then she worried about her kids a lot too. Like she, her kids at school, like she had so much on her. So me growing up seeing that figure, what am I supposed to think a woman is supposed to be in a household? So when I meet someone that's from the South, that's taught different than how I was taught or taught different than how most men from where I'm from are taught. Now I'm in the household trying to be the head honcho and you are too. So now we going like this. But I'm saying, if you don't want to take care of a nigga, why would you think the way she was thinking? If that's the type I never of said I wouldn't take care of a so guy. So you would take care of him? So if he could I do had that to be cool? If I had to, and it depends on the circumstance. So put it this way. It's the difference between a guy who don't want to do anything and a guy that just honestly can't. Like a handicapped nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So, it's a difference. If now that now that I'm older and now that I've experienced more, my perspective on how a household should be ran is different. I believe that it should be a 50-50 thing. I believe that you should put in just as much as I do and I should put in just as much as you do. We're supposed to do this together. So if you paying this bill, I'm going to pay that bill. If you paying that bill, I'm going to pay this bill. Or if we got to pay this one bill together, we're going to pay it together. That's that's my mentality. It's not about, you know, oh, it's all. I'm not one of them girls that's going to go on Instagram and be like, I need a guy that got this, 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 and he got to have bop, 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 and his credit score can't be lower than a dot, dot, dot. Like, that's not me. Yeah. Because to be honest, you have to be... I'm not going to ask of you anything that I can't do for myself. If I can't do it myself, what am I asking you to do it for me for? Now, if you're offering to me, that's different. But me asking, no, I'm not going to ask you for anything. That's not that's not me. That's not how I was raised, nor how I was taught. So, no. It's, it's another thing about the Southern men, like, we are strong, bro. Like Maryland, that's all I could really speak for. Like I know where I came from, and like she, her, the way she described her mother. My mother came home with degrees. We didn't even know she was in school. So while she working and taking care of the whole house, like doing her fucking thing, we had no idea. So we're taught to be strong. My mother was like, "Get your money, fuck these niggas. As long as you can take care of yourself, you won't need nobody." That's what we're taught. We're bred that way. So now to meet a southern gentleman. You have to, you can have that in you, and we can bow down to it, but you have to have the right approach. That I'm the man shit, yeah, that's fine, but I'm the woman. You gotta be a real nigga. For real, like, like that's you, you gotta be able to take it and give it to me the way that I need it. Like, I mean, like, take my strength, like, respect my strength the same way you want me to respect your strength. As far as what? 
everything. I we we are just as strong, but not to say like physically or what have you. But if you bring yourself to the house, all right, cool. I will, I am too. Unless this is the only way I could see me like just being like, all right, let me shut the fuck up, whatever. If I don't have to do nothing but what I want to do, all right, he I don't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Cool, like all right, I'm gonna shut up. What you want? You hungry? Do you want me to sit down? You want, whatever. Like I got you. As long as I get to do what I want to do. It's black women shit though, because you know, uh, Mexican women they not like that. It's not like you got to do all this shit for them to bow down to you. Well, no, listen, hold on, wait, 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 wait. When you get into the Latinos now, because you know, I listen. When you get into them, let's take a look at it. Most of your Latino women don't work. Put it, let me, let me, let me break it down. They do not work. I see and why? Of maids and no, look, let me be honest with you. Like, for instance, I, I still have a nine to five job. The lady that I work with, she's from Costa Rica. She works because she wants to, not because she has to. She, she said it. Like, she said, I'm good. You guys, I can come in whenever you guys just need me to really come in. Like, I don't have to be. Oh, I work with a Wallen Island girl. She don't have to. She's only two years older than me. She does not have to work. But okay, she chooses to. Them women don't need much need. They don't need four hundred dollar hairdos. They don't want four hundred dollar dinner. Who, who, who not going to the Dominican blowout salon? What I'm just t- saying <laughs> they don't ask for much. They lifestyle that's cool. With, cool that's cool. This is not much. So you can just. Be I, mean, like, I feel like I'm not mm-hmm. even expensive. Time out. Time out. Let me let me break it down one more time for okay, you. Okay, let's get the facts. So, <laughs> Latino women, okay, and I love them dearly because I have friends that are, I have family that are, I love y'all dearly. Latino women, they don't ever think they don't require much because they do. It's they it might not be in the hair, but I have a, a there is a Latino girl, a Mexican girl who does my nails, and guess how much she charged me. Over a hundred something dollars to do my nails. Guess how much her nail stuff probably cost her? It costs hundreds of dollars. And so the thing is, is that you might not see it in their hair or nails or whatever, but it's in the things that they want to do where the money comes in. So whether it's buying the kids this, whether it's supplying the house or decorating the house how they want to decorate it and buying the... Do you understand how expensive things in the house can be? These big old Home TVs. Goods, okay. All these microchips that was just in Walmart. Ahead, in Sam's Club buying all these flat screens and I went into Sam's Club and saw these flat screens. They was $900. $1,300. They were buying it. I'm saying These men were black buying. women want that and all the other shit. No, too. not necessarily. Now listen, like I said, this goes back to what I just said. I don't ask for anything that I can't provide for myself. I matter of fact, let's put it a hundred percent. I don't ask him for anything. That's not the norm though for black. It's it might not be. It but, is where I'm from. But that's what I'm saying. From where we're from, we don't ask for shit. Because we always pay mm-hmm. for you to give mm-hmm. shit. Because we were we grew up not, not getting shit. shit. Yeah, like, like <laughs> so it's one of them things like it's not expected of you. If and you can't, do it, that's what's up. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm saying we can't help it if y'all grew up around fuck me. It's not necessarily being a fuck because wait a second. Even though my dad had his issues and he still got his issues, 
My dad was a dad when nobody else was one. And that's all that a girl could ask for. My dad might have had his drug issues. He might have had his stubborn ways. But my dad was a dad when my biological father couldn't be one. And so, yeah, he wasn't working. He could have helped my mom. He had got shot in the leg. He wasn't handicapped. He could still walk, run, everything. It's just he couldn't do it as well as he could before. But he still could have got up and got a job, and he didn't. And all of my family, they know why he didn't. But at the end of the day, my dad was a dad to me. I had father memories. I could say my dad took me outside and taught me how to ride a bike. I could say I remember riding a bike down a hill and crashing into somebody's car. And he saying, Johnny, change the gear, change the gear. Like, like, I have those memories. I have the memory of my dad walking into my senior prom. I didn't have no date. I mean, that's cool, but if you're a man, you got to be a man all the way around, just not in this little area. Like, so I mean, that's cool that you, he did have a memory, but if you ain't no man all the way around, it's still fuck, it's fuck up the way you think and shit. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to each their own. I that's think it. outside of the man, we just, we're taught to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, we, you see people who don't think that way. And what the fuck happened to them? They be relying on men. They get taken advantage of or treated like shit because they don't have nothing to offer. They don't know how to work or go get some shit on their own. We not, our parents don't teach us to be like that. Like, with my sister, like, I grew up, my parents are married, but my mom used to tell my sister, like, you can't wait on nobody to take care of you. Mm. So you got to go get it. Yeah. But, you know, a, a nigga will come, but it ain't just, you can't wait on that. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's the, it's the, the underlining of that statement. A nigga come, but you can't wait on that. Which meaning that if I was in that mentality, I would think a nigga gonna come, but I can't wait on that. All right, but when he come, I'm good. I don't gotta do that, 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 that. Yeah, they don't and, mean like quit everything. No, no, no. I know, I know that's not what it means, but I'm saying like when you look at today's society, mm. girls have been told that same statement and took it exactly how I just said it. Yeah, and those ones you talking about. And so now you got them girls on Instagram talking about some, oh, he got to be able to afford that, 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 because I'm expensive. And it'd be like average and below average women who say this. Exactly. But my mother is like crazy. that too, though. But it's because of what she brings to the table. Like, people would be like, oh, what's up with your mother? Like, you can't afford her. You could never be on her level because of where she worked herself to be. So then it also adds value to myself by putting myself up here. Now, can't no, oh, what you got? Some money? That's cool. I got some too. Like, what else you got? Drops my like, hey. <laughs> no, and the crazy thing is, that's what I went through a lot being in Atlanta. Guys down here flash their money like no tomorrow. And I'm like, bro, if I was like a true, real deal Baltimore girl, you'll be robbed. Rob yeah, like, you don't understand, bro. I will take you for everything. And I'm going to do it the fuck way. Like, I'm not going to do it the way that these girls do it now. I'm going to set you up. No, I'm going to take it myself. Yeah, just give it to you, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's my that. point exactly. That's a problem for me. You ain't gotta set no nigga up. Like, just do be nice to the nigga. No. Don't give it to you. And that's the thing. Like, that'd be hard for me because he be keeps to tell me he was like, oh, just finesse it all. And I'm like, finesse. Ah! How can I finesse? Because I'm like, because I'm so, I can be such, I can be too authentic sometimes. And me being too authentic can cause me to 
to kind of miss out on certain opportunities. That's because it ain't for you. Yeah, because it's like, to be honest, like, I'm not, I'm gonna be real, I'm not the finesse type. I can finesse like little small itty bitty things, but I can't finesse no nigga out no million dollars. Like, no, that's not me. I can't now, even talk to you long enough to do that. Exactly. So the, it's gonna be one of them things. If I'm put in to be like a whole setup thing, I'm just going I'm gonna be the person that be that took out the gun and be like, look, bro, you give me the money, bro. Cause I don't even know what else to tell you at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I can't be like I don't even like you for real. <laughs> like, for real. I don't have time. That's just not me. What's oh, the fucking <laughs> Someone's energy and they stop fucking with you. <laughs> Every day, it's like, no. Um, man, no, for real though. Like, all the time. All the time. Like, I, when a person first meet me, it's kind of like how y'all did. I came in, I sat down, I really, I said, hey, I really didn't say much. Nobody expects this to come out of me when they see my face. A lot of people think I'm gonna be mean, they think I'm gonna be stuck up. They think they have all these thoughts in me before they talk to me. And so when they get this, it's too much. Oh, you too loud. Oh, you too, you too energetic. Oh, calm down. You're doing too much. That's what I get most of the time. Don't let me get mad. When I get mad, it's a whole nother level. Like this, this is level one compared to where I get mad. It's like goes to level one million. Like it's, 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 it's over the top, but that's who. I am. So when I'm matching, I think that my perspective of people's energy be so different because I'm seeing you for what you are, not what you're trying to be. So when I'm matching, it's what you are, not what you're trying to be in my face right now. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, there was a girl. I still don't like her till this day. Okay. And I ain't saying her name because I ain't about to give her name that much energy for real, for real. But I'ma still talk about it because we here now. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she, she, to be honest, like I don't know what it was fully about her, but I really just didn't like her. Like it's one of them things where I'm just like, I don't like you. Mm. I don't know why I don't like you. I just don't like you. And so, like. Once it got down to, it's like every little thing she did pissed me off. And it pissed me off to where, like, I was, like, heated. It could be something small, something that I could have known was going to happen, something that she could have said. If she just smirked or breathed the wrong way, it irritated me. Like, I didn't like her. And so, I'm matching what I'm seeing on the inside, not what she giving me on the outside. And when I did that, Everybody looked at me crazy because they're looking at me like she ain't doing nothing. But I'm like, yes, she is. Y'all don't see it, but I see it. She doing something. But you ain't even out. <laughs> no, for real. Like she was one of those people. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not a fan of people who try to be something that they really deep down aren't. So don't sense that. Yeah, don't try to be cool with me if I know deep down you're not cool with me. 
Well, if I know deep down you don't like me. What is I'm saying? You just sensing shit or like did a motherfucker just do something? I'm sensing it. I'm sensing it. And she also did things. Like, for instance, little like, all right, I'm territorial. Okay. I did go through a stage where I was very insecure. And a lot of that comes from my past, my past relationships, like all of that stuff. And so when it comes to when it comes to somebody that I love, whether it be a man or whether it be one of my homegirls or anybody, do not try to put yourself on them. Don't do that. Don't like don't try to befriend them low key without befriending me. That's huh? how I am. I said I was I'm territorial. Like, I'm like territorial. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, like 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 no for real. Like for instance, she did something. We were all playing a game. Right? It was called I puke. And it's a drunk game, but none of us was that drunk. Let's be real. So the game said take two shots. Or show your butt. Or you could show your butt and take two shots and you'll win the game. Alright, any girl in their right mind that's in a room that has like that bed, like the other guy and her are a couple, and then you got me and my dude, we're a couple. Anybody with common sense and common decency is not gonna show their ass in that room, no matter how drunk you are. Right? No, because people are in relationships. It's like out of respect. It's a respect thing. None of us was to the point of that drunk. I'm being real. None of us were. She just wanted to win. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, I felt like you just wanted to win, but it was the way it was done. Let's let's break it down. It was the way it was done. I gotta see it. You 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 alright, so you like, alright, I'm gonna take the shot. I'm gonna show my ass too. Alright, cool, no problem. But you pull your pants half down to a cup under your ass cheeks and you get on your knees and you like this. And you bend over and you take the shot and then you turn and look at me and say, I'm sorry. What you apologizing to me for? That freak as hell. <laughs> that would turn the normal guy on. She bent over her knees. I don't know. It probably did. I don't know. Turn on and why would she say she's sorry? For that me. was my thing. <laughs> Out of everything that happened, all I heard was, I'm sorry. Why are you saying you sorry? That means your intentions were wrong, which means that now I have a problem with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't like you because now I know you got fucked up as intentions. Like, don't say, what are you apologizing to me for? What's that now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you want to throw because bitch a little ran through, but that ain't my that ain't my problem. I'm crying. But like, I'm sorry. For real, like the girls, like for real, and like she. That's literally what she said. And from then on, I forgave her for that to the point where we all went out of town. We were cool one night. And it's like, I was cool with her. And then my mental said, click. No, stop. Like, literally, that's what happened. It was like, stop. And I just was like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold up. This is sick. I don't like you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to change the fact that I still don't like you. Yeah, I forgive you, but I don't like you. Mm -hmm. And from then on, everything she did on that trip pissed me off. Are you a Libra? I'm an Aquarius. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, one thing about the party is once you once you cross us, there is no uncrossing that path. Like, 
there's no uncrossing that path. That's it. Like we we're not we're we're not the type of people that take disrespect well. Don't disrespect us. She was very disrespectful. And it's it always had to do with her slinging herself around. Like me being a woman and then also me being a woman with a background of knowing women and having a biological mom who sold herself and who was a stripper and who was on drugs. I can't associate myself with a girl like that. It's not me judging you, but I know that I can't help you because you're not going to be open to listen because you stuck in your ways. It sounds like you know. Yeah, but I'm not, but it's a, it's a, it's a difference. I'm on a different caliber than her. And so if I'm trying to, I'd rather, I'd rather you be a girl who don't listen and got her shit together than be a girl that don't listen and you going downhill and you can run yourself into a grave. Like that, that's, that's how I am. And so again, it goes back to balance. It has to be a balance. I can't, if I'm not vibrating with you here, we going to always go like this. I'm always going to clash. And that's what happened. And that's what that's what actually really started happening recently. And it wasn't that severe because I was younger back then. It wasn't that severe. But now I could say my circle is slim to none. And I say that carefully. Like it's slim to none. Because the people that I was associating myself with, they were not bad people at all. But each of them had something whether it was something against me or something they were using me for. And once I realized that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to kind of back off a little bit. For instance, last year, around my birthday, everybody was around. I was a whole bunch of people around. The day after my birthday, everybody disappeared. When I needed them the most. I was bigger back then. So I had a, little, I had a lot of weight on me. I'm like 233 pounds <laughs> worth of weight. <laughs> and so, and that's because I was going through my own depression and didn't even know it, but I had just lost my mom. Like I needed y'all. Y'all were not here for me. And I might not have known how to express that, but I get it. They were so used to this. The fun shit. Yeah. yeah. They were used to the, the this me. They were used to the happy-go-lucky all the time, moving around, yay, that girl. Mm -hmm. I went dark for a while. And so it's like, no, you're not going to get that girl all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And when they all disappeared and then they all decided to pop back in, it's like I let them back in for a minute because I did start losing weight, but then I started seeing them say things and do things and move differently. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, is it me or is it y'all? And I had to step back and I talked to him about it and, and it was like, and he had to tell me like, y'all might just not be vibrating the same no more. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, shit changed though when, when people are not dead in the important shit, it's like, oh, okay, like, I peeped this. This is the part that you like, so now you got to stay on this level of me. Mm -hmm. You can't come into this level of me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, let me do one more. Um, I was called a liar when I was telling the truth. Oh, that's good. I drank my water. 
not just one person in particular it was multiple people like i don't believe you you're too young how can you go your, your life like a damn lifetime movie the, you fucking lying like no how do you react to people questioning your truth like not even just in that situation mm-hmm. but in general in general not too well <laughs> like i said i can have sometimes i can have a little bit of a temper but um i don't take it too well because i feel like i'm pretty much open and I get told a lot that I shouldn't be as open but I feel like I'm pretty much open and so especially if you're not anyone that I feel any type of like importance or anything like that why do you even feel like you're worth me lying to mm-hmm. like what, what what would I get out of lying to you that's how I feel like, not for why like yeah like I I can't I can't, I can't, and that goes back to me, like, that goes back to the trust thing. It goes back, it all ties hand in hand with me. Like, I can't get with a person that feels like everything that comes out of my mouth is a lie because it sounds like a fairy tale or because it sounds like a movie. Where do you think these ideas come from that with these people in these movies? So like, was it with a boyfriend or are you talking about just friends? Like, just in general, like I've had guys, not necessarily boyfriends, but guys and friends that have all done the same thing to me, even adults. Like they'll hear my story or hear bits and pieces of my story and they like, I don't believe you. Or they try to dissect what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. Oh my God, yeah. And it's like, you start questioning me continuously for what? You're gonna keep getting the same answer, and then, and then I'm gonna get so frustrated to where I might become defensive, and then you really gonna think I'm lying because now I'm I'm trying to defend myself, and it causes me now to this day to constantly defend myself in everything. I wouldn't give it no energy because you could be talking to your homeboy about a girl you smashed or whatever, and somebody be like, I don't believe you. I just be like, all right, bro. Right. I just right. okay, like I don't get that shit no energy because you don't even know me to say. Am I a liar or not? So you yeah. just calling me a liar and you don't even know who I am. So Or you know me enough to know that I don't lie. Yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't believe you. When have I lied for you to think that I'm going to do it? I'm going to say this so many times. Right? When I was moving to Georgia, people were saying, I ain't even believe you. I'm like, I ain't, you ain't never know me to lie about it. <laughs> right, <before."> right. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah. Okay, so um, I guess we're gonna wrap it up. So um, tell us about like what you promote and how people can get in touch with you. Okay, so um, pretty much my name is Blair Serenity. I am an artist. I'm a singer, um, and I am working on a project currently. My goal is to have it drop in the beginning of next year. <laughs> That's me crossing my fingers. I've been chasing these beats for years. Set a date. Set right. <laughs> but hopefully by February, I'm going to put a month on it. Hopefully by February, my project will be out. I do have music that's already out, 
on streaming platforms. All you got to do is type my name in and you'll be able to find them all. Um, and yeah, there's going to be a lot to come. So just watch my Instagram, y'all. Watch my Instagram. Things just be popping up. Um, and yeah. So last time we had a girl, a singer, and she sang for us. You want to sing for us? Sure, what y'all want me to sing? I mean, you can't sing, you know, one more <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> had to go there. See, that's what I be talking about. I'm telling you, it's your own people, bro. <laughs> that's what I be talking about. I'm saying because we had like, a guy who rapped, and he was pausing like 20 seconds, like, um, I was like, dang. When bro. he was freestyling. Yeah. Now he was saying some shit he wrote. Oh, that's <laughs> so he kept pausing and I was like, so if you ain't comfortable, like yeah. nah, nah, nah. sing one of your songs. Okay. Uh what song I wanna sing? I got so many songs. Too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I got so many songs. I'm trying to think of which one I wanna do. Um Okay. I'm gonna do, alright, I'm gonna do Don't Forget Me. It's a more ugly song. So I'm mad. Okay. <laughs> alright, um. I'm looking for a one night stand. Hold up. No, I don't want no problems. I just need a man. Straight up. Baby, hold me. Let's go to the night. We sit and wish on me. And you never leave me lonely. Promise you'll be with me. Till the end of eternity, oh, 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 it's 3am and I'm all alone, boy just come pick up your phone, you got me screwed in the head, powerful elastic, yeah. but you gon' forget about me, hey, hey. you gon' forget about me, hey, hey. you gon' forget about me, hey. Hey, you gon' forget about me, forget about me, forget about me, baby. You gon' forget about me, eh, eh. Yeah. Okay, you be talented for real. I love it. So, is there anything about you that we may have not asked you about that our audience should know before you leave? Um. Mm. Well, no. I pretty much gave y'all my whole life story in this whole thing. No, but um, just know I put it this way. I'm a very spiritual person. And so when it comes to my music, I make music to serve you guys. Like, I, I want it to be something that's relatable to everyone. Not just one person in particular, but everyone. And I want it to feed the soul. What people get, what's the uh, tax on the feature? Let's see, my prices just went up. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Put it this way. I I'm like I, I'm pretty I'm a free spirited person. So I'm all about how I feel about the artist. So if I really if I'm really fucking with you, I'ma fuck with you. If I ain't really fucking with you, I ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> I think like one fifty reasonable like I've done that. I've done features for 150. For independent artists that people don't really know like that, I feel like that is a reasonable price. I've actually done that before. So, yeah. yeah. I want my features free. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fire, baby. Let's get this money together. That's what I'm saying. No, like, and, I, and I do that too. I've done free features. So, I mean, like I said, it just all depends on how I'm feeling. Like, if I'm really, and it all depends on how I feel about the song too. Yeah. 
because I've had people come to me with some crazy songs and they ain't never get their verse. And I ain't never asked them for no money either. I'm, I'm a real person. Like, I ain't going to take your money from you. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I'm just not going to, I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Okay. Um, literally, there's no pressure. Um, we appreciate you coming through, man. And we out.